Alrighty. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a special guest. We've got the uh, the veteran and now the head conditioning coach of Bloat FC, the face of Air Locker, every girl's dream and mine, Sand Oil. <laughs> Thank you very <laughs> much. I appreciate the intro. It's very good. <laughs> Thanks, boys. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Hey, and I want to say, uh, as a paying homage to my recent content and focus, I uh, hold myself accountable. I have dicked you boys around a little bit. I think we've tried to do this four times, so <laughs> apologies, but nah. it's a pleasure to be here. I love what you guys are doing, so uh, I'm looking forward to the chat. I, um, if I'm being honest, I was going to send you a message yesterday, because I saw you probably thinking about accountability, and I was just about to post it, and then you <laughs> sent me a message, you're like, good to be going tomorrow. I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I say, see, how, see how much he's into this accountability. That's right. <laughs> I, like, that's right. I like it. You follow through with it. Like, yeah. You know. You said you were going to do it, and you did. So. I'm loving so using social media, like kind of t- taking this route with everything, especially marketing with the gym and mm. myself. But I'm loving using it as an accountability tool, yeah. rather than like it's all sunshine and rainbows on Instagram. Yeah, not that you're going out there and posting anything that's too well. I don't think there's that much that goes wrong in my life, to be honest. But mm. trying to like use it as more like to say not everything's perfect and own the mistakes and. Yeah be vulnerable in that way and we spoke about that so like yeah. I think I think it's a cool way to use social media which again it's a little bit different but it'd be do nice you to it, see people do you reckon do it's starting to transition that way a little bit like more and more people are starting to do that I think so I think I think if if you're in the space and you're cotton on like authenticity is yeah. the that's the that's the way to go these days so yeah. Yeah, the more so real the more authentic you can be and people want to do it mm. they just need like things like this or ourselves that are trying to open people's mind up to that i think that's the biggest impact i want to have empower people to be like be who you really are everyone's got a story own it live through it be real be Mm. authentic don't try and be what you know you think people want you to be yeah Yeah. so i'm kind of loving that journey I reckon that's 100% right. When we've had um, a couple of the guests on, they're like, oh, I just got to be careful what I was saying. I was like, fuck it, just say it. I was yeah. like, Honestly, what's yeah, there's, really going to happen? There's, there's, yeah. there's been a couple, I won't say who, but there's been yeah. a couple where it's like, you know, we'll, we'll have the podcast recorded and it's just like, all right, I'm going to go chat to this person, make sure it's good with this person and then we're going to do this and this and this and this and this. I'm like, I get it. Like you're in, you know, you're in that light and you've got to make sure that you're in that right light as well. Um, but yeah, I'm loving what you're doing. I'm loving what Ellie's doing. I love that... Um, yeah, like fire me the fuck up. Every time I see a story, I'm just like, you know, like even that other night when you were leaving work and you guys were just doing those squat lunges. Yeah. And just like with your backpack on, I was like, oh, these guys don't stop. Oh, yeah, man, I was <laughs> just I like, it. the other day I was laying in bed and I was just like, I should go to the gym. Then I saw you doing your <laughs> shit. I was like, fuck, I should have went to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you what, um, I think I took inspiration away from like, you know, obviously we have challenges. It's pretty common in group training and gyms. And I was reflecting, I was like, what is it about a challenge that all of a sudden people are willing to do anything and everything? everything mm. i'm pretty motivated and disciplined even mm. with good intentions but work gets a little bit busy i'm a little bit tired i will be like oh, i'll find every excuse and be like no i can't do it today like i'll do it tomorrow all of a sudden you set yourself a challenge hold yourself accountable on instagram mm. 200 lunges 150 push-ups 50 pull and it's like now i'm 11 p.m i'm in the car park gotta do my lunges i said i was gonna do it so like it's amazing i just think it's the simplest hack yeah and i'm gonna keep doing it and people want to do it because of that and yeah. it's like set yourself a challenge hold yourself accountable and you just will get it done so yeah very simple hack that i think everyone should do in whatever capacity yeah let's say um everyone like the littlest things you can hold yourself accountable mm. for like yeah my, my best mates just went to europe they yeah. just got back and um, I was sick, and I said I was going to wash that dog, and I never did. And like the last day they come back, <laughs> I was, dead? I was like, no, <laughs> it's alive, it's alive. And it was get they, it was getting looked after by someone else, but oh, they just right. didn't want to wash them. And I was like, no, I have to go get it done. And they're like, you don't have to do it. It's like 
it's pretty late. And I was like, no, nah, I'm fucking washing you. We went to, went to the dog wash, gave me mad wash. I come back and they're like, you didn't have to do that. And I was like, no, I said I would do it. Yeah, so I got to do that. it. And then yeah. your words, all you got. Yeah. You know? So exactly. it's important. But yeah, there's just something about that. And now, now I've done that. I'm going to add stuff to it. I like the fitness element to it. But mm. then it's like all the little things that I say I want to do, journaling, all these things good intentions but it's like now i'll put it in the funnel 30 days got to do it every day hold myself accountable yeah and you just get it done mm, so like yeah. start with something simple or something that you're actually interested in get into a good habit and then realize the power of it and then just start adding stuff yeah and i feel like just don't stop doing it it's just a very simple hack that works yeah yeah, yeah. that's what um we pretty much do that too like well you start off just being tasking like doing the shift with him mm. it was like a task you had to do and if you missed it you had to do a physical punishment Mm. It was like we were doing it, and people were just kind of like you'd seen it, just like oh, it's alright, it's only burpees or push ups. And then he just like came out of nowhere, and he's like, "You've got to record yourself singing a song," and you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and it like changes the whole thing. And then you had to like video. Some of the boys got right into oh, it. One of the boys oh, got yeah. like was on a construction site <laughs> and set up like a rope and everything, and did like the wrecking ball by Miley Cyrus, and like full like had the outfit on and everything. It was fucking. It was pretty good. <laughs> and that's who we are. Like people want to be a part of something. People mm. want to do it. Like yeah. so. And there's also something, but now I got my my mates who are at Airlocker. So you got Mike Chapman and Mitch Evans, the two lads, yep. and like they're doing it. And now all of a sudden, you're doing it with your mates. Mm. It's like it's like you're gamifying life because you just <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah. Like you're getting shit done that you want to do. It's yeah. like like I said, just the simplest hack. Most things are quite simple, but yeah. I feel like I don't know, hey, what is it? Two hundred lunges, two hundred walking lunges, one hundred fifty push ups, fifty pull ups. The pull ups are the worst. Yeah, a day. That's fucked, man. <laughs> That's wild Yeah pull ups yeah. would be pretty rough Yeah <laughs> They're getting easier I'd they be going for kipping easier. or something Just turn it into crossfit pull ups <laughs> <laughs> At first I remember the first And I was just like Oh this is taking forever Yeah But now it's getting easy So it's good How long does it take you? Um, well I was trying to split it during the day But sometimes say, yeah. you leave it And you're like filthy about it Yeah That day Like That um that week at Edgeworth So we have new studio openings and something quite unique. We commit like HQ staff to the whole week. So we go there, we get around the team, we support them. We coach every session. You know, you're up, the alarm's on at 3.45. We're down at Merriweather at 8.45. You love what you do. So like, I know it's cliche, but it doesn't feel like work. That's yeah. the truth. Yeah. But it's just like, I talk about this all the time, new reference point. So like, once upon a time I was playing footy and I thought, fuck, this is so hard. And like, I'm training all the time. But was I really? I was like, had heaps of days off. Half days I was like cruising or you're in a cafe or whatever. So it's like yeah. your new reference point, once you go to a new level of work or a new standard, mm. th then then that's, that's hard work. So like you just keep leveling up and then that's yeah. all you know. So like mm. once you get to that point, where do I go from there? Like... But what what may seem what may be perceived as like wow that's crazy or really hard you normalize it because yeah. it becomes your new standard or reference point so yeah. that's kind of where I'm at so I don't really know where it goes from here but we'll see <laughs> thousand lunges. yeah I was about to say fifteen hundred pushups <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna keep the little fitness ones in there because I like yeah. it yeah. Um, but yeah just want I want to add in some more stuff that's like more so for myself I think I said like journaling and just just finding that there's a concept of like the balance of extremes yep. which i love because you know a lot of people will preach to me about oh you got to have balance and i get it i respect it i appreciate it so like find some time for yourself meditate all of these things but mm. the balance of extremes is like you can't be all one way where you're just sending it and you're just working really hard until the point where you kind of reach your capacity but you also can't be a zen buddhist monk who's meditating all day so like it's balancing the two extremes mm. and that concept just really aligns with me because i think um 
that's where you need to that's where you need to be that's the line you need to sit on so I'm kind of just like living through that and I appreciate people that say balance but mm. you know reference point yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that's a better that's a way better way to put it yeah, yeah definitely balance of the extremes that's mm. it that's good I like, that. I like a little bit of the extremes to go a bit too crazy sometimes oh mate yeah you have an idea you're just like yep I don't care we're 150% doing it yeah yeah I'm the same and like I think there's value in that yeah I reckon you do make a lot you probably make a lot more st- mistakes and like mm-hmm. you think oh I could have done this differently but ultimately you get shit done and yeah. you just go after stuff so I think it's better it's more positive than it is negative. 100%. 100% yeah. Mm. I, um, you're going to pull me off on this one. I, um, <laughs> bike ride? Yeah, bike yeah. ride. Yeah. <laughs> so I rode from Byron last year to Newcastle. And he's oh, just, yeah, like, that's solid. Yeah. And he, um, because he can't, well, I finished his course. And he's like, you need to, I want you to do something that's going to challenge yourself that you've never done before and mm. something hard. And then I was like, fuck, I'll ride a bike. I've never ridden before. I was like, I'll ride a bike. It won't be that bad. And he's just like, right, what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know, just a little ride. He's just like, no, Byron. And I was like, right, <laughs> so train for six months. Like, yeah. It was fucking intense. Eh? And um, yeah, six months of training every day, straight, just riding. And oh, then did the, did the ride in three days. And then like people were like, what are you going to do now? And I was like, I don't know. I was going to do like Nullable or something, but I've been thinking 100 kilometres for 100 mm. days. Oh, oh, yeah? Yeah, 100 That's kilometres, cool. 100 days. Our man Mike, who's uh, just coming to HQ in the performance lane, he's an ex-footy player, but he's an absolute legend. He's just like very very much so lives through these challenges and extremes and pushing himself so he's got me on the hook to do an ultra marathon he doesn't train for him either like he does stupid shit like he'll do a triathlon and he was the only one with he had a bmx bike and he and he jumped on and just ripped the triathlon everyone's (laughs) like bro what are you doing he's just like who cares (laughs) (laughs) that's intense so i think i think i am leaning into like there's part of me that's like oh the fitness guy airlock you want to look good you want to play the part but Mm. There's also something that aligns with the whole mindset piece where I think I want to get around some just challenges and push it's things crazy a little what bit you to the extreme. Mind through. Like mm. when I was on that ride, my knee went like blew up. Yeah. And I was, I was at Cost Harbour and I was like, the only way to get through this is to fucking push through it. Mm. And like my mind was, I was like screaming on, as I was riding, I was in that much pain. And I was like spewing on the side of the road. He was like behind me, I'd pull over, pedal, spew, get back on, nah. keep going. And like the mental push in it was just like, at the end of it, I was just like, I felt so good about myself. He was like, I just show myself how far you can push your mind and i'd love that to be broken down by like i always think about this i talk to a psychologist in the space because Mm. i just love it to be articulated the right way when you go through and whether it's whether it's for me personally just like even on the basic end an airlocker session or something crazy like you're talking about when you push yourself to that extreme the feeling Mm. i don't know it's indescribable but it's euphoric it's like it just i my one of my biggest visions missions wants is to have people feel all of these great things that i've felt on the extreme end whether it's culturally from my time at like the storm or things i've experienced in football like i think everyone should be privy to these but it all comes down to you know what you don't know you don't know so Mm. but if we can keep encouraging people to push themselves get uncomfortable Mm. these things aren't normal and Mm. our brain and our whole being wants to avoid all these situations but that's kind of where i'm at through a little bit of education through a little bit of awareness yeah um i think there's something cool in that just getting people to be comfortable with what this is and you 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 both know like how much growth can come from that so yeah yeah. that's one of the big things i've through this story through this journey that i'm on mm. the platform that i have is to try and push that as much as possible yeah i love it yeah it's good i love that yeah. yeah yeah a lot of a lot of your growth yeah it does come from that discomfort like going into that like ceiling like that cave of being like oh i don't want to go in there and then you go in there and you're like oh that's what i've been searching for mm. for do years you, um, and years and years do you think like this all kind of came from like all the stuff you went through with the footy and like getting banned 
for those four years and do you reckon that growth yes is that a lot from yeah that? definitely like I, I feel like the journey that i'm on now like a week is a month a month feels like a year so like who mm. i was three months ago i can reflect on and be like oh, i'm so different now mm, like it's yeah. crazy and i'm super grateful for that but mm. if you look back and reflection on that moment like the reality was i was always pretty clued on and had interests outside of football but I was in the bubble. Like, if you're in the footy bubble, it's no fault of theirs, but it's all-encompassing. You're all in, and you don't really know too much else. You don't have an opportunity to educate, or there aren't really no mentors. Your mentors are a coach who's teaching you how to play rugby league mm. and maybe supports you a little bit as a human, but you just don't you just don't have any awareness. You're not exposed to any things that are thought-provoking, thought-provoking or um, challenge you as a person. So, like, breaking out of that footy bubble... Um, I was just exposed and forced to see life for what it is and going overseas and I was met all these different people from all different walks of life and it just opens your mind like traveling is the the number one thing like as soon as you can at whatever age you can mm -hmm. you need to travel and expose yourself to different people different walks of life because it's so powerful but yeah. yeah definitely that that was it, I could I ha would have to say that I, I wouldn't take it back. That's a hard thing to say because, like, yeah, it would have been great to continue on with footy. Th mm. All things were going well, but mm. the person that I am now, the things that I've learned, oh, yeah. I think are far more valuable than what uh, another 50 games that I would have played. Like, what would I really have gotten out of it as a person? So, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely, like, changed my whole life for sure. Yeah, mm. that's sick. I like that. That's mm. good. Mm. Um, do you reckon, like, what, like, did you just retire just because you were just over that, all that bubble and everything, or just just saw yourself doing this a bit bit more yeah i feel like i've always had my mindset's always been like wondering what else could i do and i've always had interest like when i was um, banned i was exposed to business and like that ticks a lot of boxes it's mm. as you guys would know it's competition it's goals it's failures and success yeah. it's team like it ticks a lot of the boxes of things that are attractive to us so getting involved with business was awesome and i was very interested and hit that point at 30 and kind of the realization was it's not like you know i was at the storm and my time at the storm was amazing like again it's changed my whole perspective of my life being exposed to that culture and who yeah. i am as a person like i think it's set me up for everything i do now and a lot of the lessons a lot of the takeaways i'm implementing in my life and my interactions whether it be with coaches or people so it's massive but you know it was a <laughs> i went there behind sully and at our car so i wasn't going in there <laughs> walking, walking into anything but i yeah. think it was just the experience that i wanted and yeah. that i got but yeah it was at that crossroads and I lived that dream, um, and that dream was very personal to me. Um, selfish, not not in a negative connotation, but selfishly something that I wanted. And yeah. now, I've got the chance to live another dream, like partnering a growing franchise that is potentially going to go around the world and gives me a platform where I can impact people. So I feel like dream, you, mate. People don't get to live one dream mm. in their life, let alone two. So yeah. dream one was about me. Dream two is like using the skill set, the attributes that I have to uplift other people. So that's that was really like the crossroads. And I've got a couple of mates who are involved. Um, we've got a master franchise in America as well. And with the boys, it was just like, oh, what are we going to do? Let's do something. They were in the fitness space. We were all yeah. born out of F45 in that group training space. And it was like, what are we going to do? Let's do something. And then here we are. This is where it's ended up. So it was kind of like... It was, I have a newfound respect for that transition because as you know, look, just being fully realistic and honest, boys transition out of footy and it's like they got no purpose, no mm. passion, little education. They get involved in a job that they don't really want to do and then it's pretty cliche. It's like 
social working, footy coaching, you know, something in that circle mm. that lives up to the persona of who they are. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's the big gap. So for me to transition into like something that I love with big passion, big purpose and a massive outcome at the end, like oh, that's – I'm very – I don't like saying lucky, but I'm very grateful. Well, mm. Yeah, it's not that you're, you're like you've built that luck. No, so people like that's why I don't yeah. like luck. Like, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't, make, I don't think you make your own. Yeah, I yeah. don't think luck is a thing. I think, like you said, you make it hundred percent. Yeah, it's like one of like I know a few people like a mate of mine. He's got like to set himself up really good. And I always hear people say, "Oh, he's so lucky," and I'm mm. like, "No, nah, he's just nah. worked his ass off to get to yeah. where he is." It's, and it's you know, it's that, it's that thing that you see like someone will comment on that at where he is now and say, oh, you're so lucky. They only see that end destination. Like, yeah, I bet you went through a heap of shit to get to that point. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Even even some people look at us and they're like, oh, you know, it would be nice to be able to, you know, come film a podcast and go to your office and do work. I'm like, yeah, but you haven't really seen the past four years where it's been mm. like, fuck, like I've got this paycheck. I've only got this amount of money coming in. Like, fucking hell, like stressing about this and bills and finances. Like, yeah, you see what you see on social media. You don't get to see what's on the back end of you know, the struggles at home trying to feed two kids and, yeah. oh, fuck me, son's got no nappies this week. It might have mm. to be a couple of butt tickets in his <laughs> in his cheeks for a yeah. couple of days. Like, so, yeah, yeah. It's so true. And I think something beautiful around my perspective's definitely changed. Don't get me wrong. The game is, like, I don't make the rules. Mm. Money makes the world go around. So yeah. I need to play the game as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but my the value of money is completely changed to me. Like yeah. there's no thing that I want. A financial freedom is something that would be nice to that concept, mm. which is like getting to a point. But even this, like I reflect on this the other day, like what I'm about to say is also a story that I'm, that I'm living through that then will be the framework for my life. So like mm. I've, I feel like I'm very aware of the things I say as well, yeah. but that's so, that financial freedom for me is like, there's nothing I want to buy. There's nothing I really want to do, but I just kind of want to live, go where I want to go, do what I want to do, experience shit without really checking my bank account. That would be a cool goal. Yeah. yeah. So like that as an outcome is a nice little thing to chase, but yeah. you just can't let it be the be all and end all of what you're fixated on. Cause like it will happen if all, if you do all of this shit, it will just, it will happen, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It'll be a byproduct of yeah. your work. And bro, to be completely honest, mm. like, and I love these conversations, but like I got, I don't have, I don't have that much money. Mm. Like I've made some poor decisions and sacrifices, but knowing I've just got this, these are my own abilities and my own perspective. No one really has to believe it, but mm. I do. <laughs> I've got this just belief yeah. in like, when I just know and I'm going after something, I've seen it. Mm. I believe it's going to happen. So like, there's not a lot that can bother me or bring me down on the journey to that mm. destination. So like, yeah, I've made some poor decisions. I think, I wasn't like it's not like I made a heap of money, but if you look on if you look at the outside in, let's let's go through the journey. Like played footy in the NRL, went overseas, had all these businesses, come back doing X and Y. But it's like I I don't really have too much to show for that, to be honest. Mm. Um, even the last business with um, you know I had in group training, like I pretty much had to abandon that to chase this dream. And I've been to the point where like. I reckon three or four times we're talking like dollars under under hand figure dollars in your account. Just be like, fuck. Mm. It's a little bit stressful, but you just you just know. Yeah. And I think I've explained this the other day. I've this hasn't happened once, three times, five times, where like the lowest point in my life has been followed by the best thing. 
unexplainable, kind of, but like once that's happened enough times, you kind of have this resilience where you're like, fuck, here we go again, but mm. I know what's going to happen. Yeah. So you don't really have too many fears. Yeah. Um, because, he's, you know? Yeah, well, like doing these courses, he's like teaches you that too. Like yeah. I've been through so many times where I was just like at my lowest point. And then I've just come out on top again. And then like mm. now when I do go through things, I'm just like, oh, it's, it's all good. Like it, it's going to be shit for now, but I always know something's going to build up from it. Cause that's where you get your growth is from when you're going through something pretty bad, you 100%. build up on it. And, and what you just said, like if you truly believe that and understand it, don't get me wrong. When something shit happens, it's, it's still, still shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's like there's shit. an emotion and there's like, a, Oh, this sucks. It's disheartening mm. or it's stressful. But if you accept, if you truly believe yeah. and it only has to make sense to you, yeah, most of the things I tell myself as a coping mechanism, maybe someone would say that's wrong or right. But mm. whatever happens to me, I'm flipping a story in my head to find a positive thing yeah. that I can then focus on. Again, it only has to make sense to me. And then I'm moving on. Like yeah. that's that's how I'm dealing with shit. So like that once you truly believe what you just said mm. wholeheartedly and you know, then I feel like that is freedom. Yeah. Truly is freedom. Yeah. That's that's the biggest piece. It's like um becoming a master of those cycles that happen like you said all right mm. this is happening again but i know that from last time when i went through this this is what happened so cool bring it on yeah. i know it's about to be on the other side so i've got to go through these clouds to make sure you be a lot more self-aware oh yeah and awareness well. is yeah isn't it huge everything. until you come like i wasn't aware of it of all this until like a year ago mm. and like i went through 29 years of just like going, what the fuck am i gonna like what's going on and like the last year it's just like crazy like everything's just changed around and when you do go through if you start to like analyze it all and you're just like yep okay it's all good accept what's happened and move on mm. yeah and, and that concept of like ignorance is bliss like if you don't know any better maybe some of these things can't affect you yeah. so with awareness it comes great power and responsibility because like what mm. are you going to do with it but mm. if there's one thing you should chase in life it's just awareness like yeah. mm. just having that having that understanding ability and being able to reflect on things like again taking ownership of that is control is power because that goes down to like your relationship with failure. Let's be honest. We're always going to make mistakes. There's always going to be adversity and we're always going to fuck things up. Mm. But like, again, what's your relationship with that? Do you look at those, op those things as problems or opportunities or possibilities? Yeah. So it's like every time those things happen, I just know that or even in that moment, I'm like, fuck, I still know that the outcome is going to be, I'm going to learn something, my greatest lessons realistically. Mm. So if I just look at those things for what they are, be very realistic. I feel like that's mm. important. Look at it, be realistic, reflect on it. Cool. All right. What do, what's the action I need to do? What do I need to learn? Implement it, bang, leveled up again. Yeah. And that cycle mm. means that you have no fear to take risks, yeah. lean into challenges and just chase opportunities because yeah. you, you you are fearless. Mm. But that's there's nothing external about that. That's an acceptance in my mind, yeah. a story that I've made up that makes sense to me. <laughs> so it works. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all it is. That's yeah. all that fucking matters. That's what awareness is though, right? Like yep. what exactly all that you just said, that's awareness. It's just mm. like a switch, this big switch that you just go boom. A lot of responsibility, like you said, but a lot of power that comes with it as well. Like, Freedom. you know, you know, yeah, exactly right. Like before you do become self-aware, you still go through the same challenges, but you have a completely different mindset and a completely different look on it, I guess. It's yeah. more of a, like, an, a, like an escapism, I would say. Mm. It's like you want to escape what's going on, escape the pain, escape, you know, these difficult challenges. It's, um, it's like that, what's that quote you had? The <clears throat> buffalo quote? I mean, fucking buffalo quotes. Yeah, tell me the buffalo <laughs> quote. It's a good one, bro. It's like to go through shit, like 
it just be a buffalo. So good. I heard it on, um, do you know Alpha Blake's podcast? No. Um, oh, fuck, that's fucking good. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just listen. a couple of miners just got on there and just talked shit. And it's so good. <laughs> and the people that call in, bro, fucking yeah. hell. Anyway, um, they have like this little segment in each podcast where it's like motivation little mm. pieces from like a TikTok or an Instagram post or whatever. And they um, had this guy come on and he was just like, um, there's two two types of people in this world. There's cows and there's buffaloes. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. All right. Shots fired. Uh, and he's like, when it comes to, um, when it comes to cows, cows will, cows will see a storm coming towards them and they'll be like, oh no, nah, fuck that. I'm running. And they run away from the storm. Even though deep down that they know that that storm's going to catch them and they can't run away. It's going to get them eventually. They're like, I'm just going to delay this and run away from it. And I don't or don't want to experience it. But eventually the storm gets them and they have to experience the pain, i.e. getting wet, you know, lightning, all of that type of stuff. The buffalo, on the other hand, they see a thunderstorm coming and they see it and they run towards it because they want the thunderstorm. They want the pain. They want to be experiencing it quicker. They don't want to run away. They want it to be over and done with. So they run towards thunderstorms and i was like fuck that's actually really good like people yeah. run away from it or people will actually look at it and be like all right let's bring go. it on let's yeah. go so I yeah, love that. yeah it's good. Good and i love those concepts like i th- i think about this shit a lot because i'm trying to articulate these things and have an impact on people with the goal and vision mm-hmm. of having everyone think like have these conversations think the way we do attack life the way we do but it's like often some of the things that i do maybe subconsciously i do find hard to make them relatable Mm. so i love these conversations where it's like because it just comes down to choices for me Mm. you know if you look at that that like red pill red pill blue pill concept Mm. i know it's used in another sense like in the matrix or whatever but for me it's like any situation any problem any adversity you're faced with it really just does come down to a choice. Like, are you going to let it control you, consume you, depress you, bring you down? Mm. Or are you going to find a way, find the opportunity, find the possibility, find a positive aspect to it mm. and move on? And when it it literally, everything is just comes down to that choice. Mm. So if it is that 50-50 choice, which one are you going to fucking make? Yeah. Like, when you put it down to just that, it's like, well, okay, well, obviously I'm going to, but that, that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. That's not always the case. So I think to your point, with even with the Buffalo story, like just having that control and that understanding, that is the power. And yeah. like knowledge is power too. I think we talk about awareness, but know some shit, learn some shit, open your mind up, have mm-hmm. conversations. Like the things you learn, the things you take away, often things we know, but someone else says it. And it's like, oh, that lands. Maybe mm. it's in a, the form of a story, but yeah. so like you just got to you got to lean in and open yourself up to these sort of things. Like yeah. that's, that's that's the journey everyone's got to be on. A lot of people are too afraid to do that mm. to lean into something. Like the course that I'm running at now at the moment, the boys are like struggling to lean into it. And why why do you why do you find that? What's the common like theme around? As men, it's just like a vulnerability thing. Like yes. they just don't want to open themselves. They don't want us to be seen as this softer person kind of thing. And like one of the guys is my brother-in-law and he's just like a tough man and he, I'm starting to crack him now and he's just like, like I got him to start journaling last night and he's like fully into it and he's just like, oh, I didn't know this was so easy. And I was like, that's all it is, just <laughs> right, right, whatever's going on in your mind. But I think mm. the biggest thing for men is just like to be vulnerable. Mm. They just don't want to let those walls down and until you do, that's like when all the real magic in yourself happens. And we're trying to rewire a whole generation and history of 
the wrong perception of what a man is because like real men are vulnerable. Mm. You know what I mean? Real men are not strong because they're big and they're loud and they're angry. Real men, like strong men are calm, in control. They are willing to be vulnerable. They are willing to have hard conversations, show their emotions. Like that to me, like, I don't know whether it's an age thing and a maturity thing, but if we can give back the power to what a man truly is, Humility, all the rest of these things, wouldn't that be game changer? I think it's like slowly mm. starting. Like I said, at the start of this year, I said uh, 2023 is going to be a year of like everyone will like work on themselves. And mm. like every time I see someone on social media or hear talk to someone else, they're like, yeah, I'm just concentrating on doing me and like even like starting to hear more from men as well. Yeah, which it's is not really being normalised. It's becoming no. popular, and that's all. Yeah. That's all we want. That's the power of social media. That's the yeah. power of, and it's it's that's that's why we're leaning into it. I'm sure. Mm. Yes, it has a positive effect on our life, but really, you know that if you do it, maybe some other person sees that and feels like they can do it, and yeah. it's just a ripple effect. Mm. Oh yeah, 100%. good old ripple yeah. effect. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like remember remember the very first time you posted, we posted a video of you. Yeah, and like. I like sent him the video. It was fucking like very intimate, you know, video. Like him, like very first time doing a big piece of a um, breathwork journey, like tears coming down his face, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, me holding him and stuff like that. And I sent it to him. I was like, bro, you good for this to be posted? And like, I'm pretty sure very, you sent back and you're like, oh, I'll have a think about it. And then like probably a few hours later, you're like, no, 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 we're good. Like post it, posted it. Like how many people come out the woodworks? How many yeah. people message? Like crazy. That's all yeah. it takes. Is seeing seeing someone that you've had in a light of being like you know yourself of like oh he's a tough dude you know plays footy wears mm. his heart on his sleeve sticks up for himself you know is this tough tough guy and all of a sudden he's doing a breathwork session like that like oh fuck if he can do it I can maybe do that. I could yes go experience that maybe yeah. maybe if Tahi can do it maybe I can go experience a breathwork or meditation or you know and I think that's why it's bath. like always good posting the stories of like all the little things like when sometimes when I journal I'll just take a quick little photo and it's like some 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 guy might seem like oh he's he's doing that's all right it must be all right to do so good and like even one of my best mates he messaged me the other night and he's like you got a meditation I can do and I just sent him one that I've made and I just said do this and he's I saw him this morning at the Anzac and he's just like. That was good. And I was just like, keep so doing good. it. He's just like, yeah, we'll be. So, so good. Like, yes, and yeah. you know, like that again, that ripple effect theory, like he's going to tell someone, mm. he's going to impact someone else. And yep. that's, the, that's the game we want to play. Yeah. Cause like, I think about that situation and having an impact, but I feel like my biggest, once upon a time, my powers were used for good, but for myself. So like, mm. And my ego, again, ego is not to be taken negatively. We all have ego. It's that constant battle between who we really are and who we're perceived to be Mm -hmm. and who we want to be, how we want to be perceived. So it's this constant battle. um, And the more we can stay here, true Mm. to ourselves, that authenticity, Mm. that's where we're going to shine. And we feel Mm. comfortable there. We feel real. We feel like that's where we're supposed to be. But I feel like um, I've always been quite aware. The biggest, the way I describe it is, I could go back and do one thing. This would be my dream. Now, I wasn't a bully at school, but I definitely was a class clown. So I would have an expense at every, you know, I was that, I was that, that, that kid with the personality and blah, blah, blah. If I could go back to school mm. and like, because I had this pr- presence and big personality and like, you know, never let anyone pick on this kid or that mm. sort of like, fuck, that'd be fucking how fun would that be? Oh, that'd be <laughs> so good. I'd love, that would be my dream. Cause in a school setting, it's like in abundance, all of those interactions. So to use mm. that, just, so I always think about that. But now that's the journey I'm on. Like I know 
that I have a bigger presence and a personality. So like I know that, for instance, in our group training platform, like you get big, small, introverted, extroverted, uh, all different ages and mm. they come in. They're all shitting themselves, of course, because it's like a new environment, new people and altitude. Mm. So they think they can't breathe. <laughs> um, and they come in and you can greet them. Like oh, straight away, I know another power of mine is the way I look is not really a reflection of who I am before I smile, before I open my mouth. So if I come at you, lunge at you, hug you, greet you by name, treat you like a rock star, it's like mm. straight away I, I can break down walls a lot faster than others because yeah. of how I'm perceived and who I am. There's uh, one person that speaks very highly of you, and it's Tara from oh, Bennett's Green. Yeah, she's yeah, a she legend. She loves you, bro. She's just like, oh, she's, she's always the there. You, she's you, the best. And yeah. I just like, I feel like you get, you guys would probably be at the same point. Again, maybe it's an age thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's an experience thing. But I'm just getting to the point where, although I interact with a lot of people mm. and may have a lot of friends, but really I don't have too many, mm. you get you become very like ruthless with your energy and, and your environment and who you hang around. And yeah. I just want to be around good people. And when I'm around good people, I just, I love it. I'm so grateful for it. Like she's just got a big heart, yeah. good person. And you just want to be around those people. And I want to try and foster those people. I know it's a gym and it's a hard concept to understand. But if you look at the journey from going in, feeling accepted, pushed to a little bit of uncomfortable, we know what good shit happens there. Mm. Then you're around a community and an environment that up, that lifts you up. Mm. That product of your environment theory and concept is a real thing that people yeah. understand. So if you're around that all the time, you're making good choices. Mm a healthier lifestyle and these kind of interactions, you know, Bennett's green that you talk about, yep. for example, there's a guy called Kinner there. Yeah. Yeah. And his history is like, you know, he's been to jail. He's changed his life. Like yeah. these sort of people, like he's the same, he's on the same, you understand his presence and yeah. what he's able to do unique to him because your, your expectations of him are mm. X and he gives you Y and it completely breaks down the wall mm. yeah. and allows you to feel so safe mm. to be so vulnerable mm. And like, this is the opportunity that I have um, in abundance mm. with the platform, going to all these studios, meeting 200 new people, and it's the fucking best. Yeah. yeah. That's like, one of the biggest feedbacks we get as well. Like at our women's events, like, um, like, I don't know if you've seen any of the footage and stuff, but like we take yeah. women through all of these different things and probably the same as you, people look at both of us being like, how are these guys going to take this, women yeah. through a retreat? Like, what do they know about women stuff, right? Mm. And then they come experience it and we take them through like a goddess visualization and they come out of it and they're like, I have never, ever been held in a space by a man, especially men that are covered in, you know, tattoos and mm. bigger guys like that. That was insane. And like, yeah, it's like breaking down those barriers. And mm. once again, it's like, that's where that safety comes from. They're like, oh, in the past, maybe I had an experience with a man that looked like you guys that wasn't, the same as what I just experienced. Maybe, mm. maybe all men aren't like that. Maybe mm. all some men are, well, you know, open to that. I had one of the girls at the reconnection come up to me. And she's like, when I first come in here, I had a perception of you, mm -hmm. and she's like, you changed it big time. She's like, the second you open your mouth and you started talking, and she's like, I just thought you were just going to be like the look of you. She's like, I thought you were just going to be this big ego, like which I am still in my ego a fair bit, but not in a rude way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, she was just like the way, like the look of you, like you just have your tattoos and you just don't look like a guy who's like really in touch with his emotions and stuff. And then when she started talking and taking us through things, she's like, the whole thing just changed. And I was just like, that's, that's good. That's and there is power in that because it, it just, it does have a bigger impact. Whereas if the perception of you was the opposite and mm. then you coupled that with what you just said, yeah. it wouldn't have it as big an impact. No. So yeah. that's what I love about it. And again, yeah. just like changing the perception of people, mm. the perspective mm. of people. It's yeah. like, it's just such a, such it's a good feeling. <laughs> it's so good. It's yeah. the best. Yeah.
It's about, and like, you know, I get to the point where you try and manage the things you, because I think some of the things I feel, some of the things I'm doing, then it's, that's not fully relatable with people. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm on Instagram and like, the reality is I don't want to go to sleep and I want to wake up as fast as possible because I'm, I'm loving what I do. Yeah. But like, that ain't people's reality. No. You know what I mean? So for them to relate to it, it's like, yeah, it's great that you're doing, but if like, if you can find, I'm trying to just continue to find a way to couple that with being very vulnerable. Mm. So it's like, hey, hey, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but I've worked to get to this point where I'm passionate, do something I love, and this is my why and my purpose. You can do that too. It doesn't mm. have to be what I'm doing or relative to what I'm doing, but yeah. you have that opportunity. So, so I think it's a good thing for us too, is like not to always, cause I've, I've picked up on the, like not always show the good things, mm. like sometimes show the things that you're all, all vocal, the stuff that you do go through. So people also relate to that. Cause they, every time I put up something real good and they're like, people like, they always like, Oh, do you, does anything ever bad go wrong for you? And I'm like, yeah, it does. Let me show you. Yeah. This <laughs> is like, yeah, I think it's a good life with our platforms that we do have now. It's starting to build up. It's like to also show those, Batter sides that mm. aren't always sunshines and rainbows. It's 100%. sometimes pretty shit. 100%, 100%. <laughs> yeah. And again, there's power in if someone does perceive that your life is amazing mm. and you do show the reality of it or you do show the setbacks and the failures, it just lands. It's much yeah. more impactful. So, mm. um, and I think yeah, that's too with that. like the men it's that do reach out to us. So it's like they do see us with like the tattoos and like being in the mining growing up and mm. growing up in some rough areas. Like that's where they get like attracted to us and then mm. once they start seeing how we are they're like fuck i can do that too like mm. i've been up in the mines working like doing things like paint me nails like, people are like, you paint your nails and i was like yeah they're like why and i was like why not and it's mm. like okay true <laughs> it's yeah. just like, and again like i i think i think the same way as you in many respects like i know that if i do something like yeah it could be even like basic right now jewelry or whatever or painting your nails i do want to do that but it's like i'm doing it because i want to but also mm. strategically i'm thinking like i'm doing this because people think you can't yeah. or people think you shouldn't so i want to kind of use this as another tool to break through that barrier what's what like, I, no. I was at air like a guitar and these two girls come up to me and they're like i like your nails and i was like oh thanks and i just kind of walked away and they're like it's a good way to break like to make people come and talk to you and i was like the reason i do is was for that and then another yes. one was like i used to get like social anxiety and like what are they looking at and like if now they've just got nails so they're just like if they're looking at something it's probably that <laughs> <laughs> hey if it makes sense to you yeah, that's exactly right <laughs> <laughs> i like that yeah <laughs> i like that that's yeah, cool no nah. i'm gonna have to do it now i like it come with me brother <laughs> i had a mate come uh, a guy come and do um do a reconnection with us and he like got me number and stuff and then he messaged me the next two days later and he's like sent me a photo of his nails and he's like thanks for like inspiring me to go do it and i was like fuck yeah i was like that's sick so good i was with my best mate he's like a manly man i t told him he's like that's a gay scene <laughs> <laughs> i was like whatever brother <laughs> and it's just those little again just using those little things those mm. little social interactions like whatever if, if that's going to make an impact and land with people then just yeah. do it. it it works you know yeah it's good cool. mm. Do you get it, Bart? Oh, I'm just passing, mate. <laughs> so my my passwords are every single thing. <laughs> this is the you, same. You know. <laughs> I find out if, if you ever if you ever <laughs> let that password go, which is a very simple password. <laughs> yeah. My whole fucking bank account's gone. <laughs> Last night he goes to me. I uh, signed out of his um Spotify. He's like, you fucking oh, yeah. signed me Spotify. I don't know the password. I was like, try this. He's like, yeah, it works. And I was like, it's the same password for anything else, bro. I can't imagine it being any different. Yeah, yeah I need to get onto that. <laughs> um, so just a couple of things I've got. Yeah, just, brother. Um, 
was this probably your biggest accomplishment? Like yeah, like I opened and all that. Or was it be like I thought I thought you were talking about being on this podcast and <laughs> yeah, I am actually. I was like, holy fuck. What's, what's better? I saw, I, saw the, three, right? I saw the I saw the the bloke the bloke's podcast. <laughs> Mate, um in some respects, yes, but yeah. it's so far from what I'm going to accomplish. But yeah. the journey that I'm on and the things that it's instigating in terms of my own personal growth and development and understanding and awareness, like, yeah, this is it. Like, if I can give you an example, um, and I feel like I wanted to tell you this after, you know, Ellie s- spoke about ayahuasca and that, but there was yeah. something that I did that was, you know, probably not talked about, but... Um, I've always known, and I kind of, now reflection, you have to, it's a very weird thing to say, because I've played footy since I was four years old, but there's so many things that have happened, and you talk about, like, signs and the fucking universe, Mm. so many things that have happened that have been like, have they been signs to say, like, you are on the wrong path, brother? Like, I've had some great moments from football, don't get me wrong, like, I've loved it, but I've also had some adversities, serious adversities, like, Mm. but then I think where I am right now, Without that story, without those experiences, would I be able to do what I'm doing? Like, I need that experience and story. I need to be able to be able to relate to people. Yeah. yeah. So, like, maybe that did happen for a reason. And you kind of just have to accept that, that yeah, everything like does. If you change it to, like, a lot of – instead of being like, why the fuck this happened to me? It's yeah. Like, obviously, that's happened for a reason because it's mm. – look where you are now. It's like yeah. it's all that hard stuff you've been through. It's like build up to this. Exactly right. So. But, you know, on that, on that journey, like – I kind of, I always knew a few things deep down inside myself and like I knew that my, why have I always been so drawn to helping other people and like in a team setting, like culture culture and that environment is something that I love and I've always been that supportive person but I've always known, going back to that concept of like being aware of my personality and presence, I've always known that my greatest impact or gift or skill is to be able to impact other people. Mm. Now, you get, if I said, if you go through the journey, like two knee Ricos, two shoulder Ricos, suspended for four years, you're still not fucking getting it. You still haven't taken the mm. sign. You still want to come back and play footy. Yeah. But um, I remember a couple of things happened that I remember. I went, I remember when I went to America one year on a holiday after I did my ACL, I was at the storm. That was ridiculous. You come back three weeks in, like I was flying too. I'd trained every day for like eight months and then tore my ACL. Oh, you wouldn't was wish that, that just before you returned? Well, I returned three weeks into preseason. Yeah. I tore it. I was like, oh, oh. this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Another sign. You couldn't ride it. <laughs> yeah. And I went away and we were at the markets and I went to this. It's something silly, but it's still, it's still interesting. I went mm. to this like angel card reading. Mm-hmm. She sat down so confident, this woman too. Like just so sure of what she was doing. Anyway, she's, and she's kind of like had this shock look on her face. Goes through, and she's like, what do you do um, first and foremost? Which was funny. I was with my ex-girlfriend. She's overseas now, so she won't hear this. Um, I was with my ex-girlfriend. It's like, is that your... She's like, is that your partner? Like, with this weird look on her face. I was like, no, here we go. And she was already... I feel like she was shitting herself to wonder what this person's going to say. She actually told me not to do it. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, you, you shouldn't be together. Like, you guys are... You guys are meant to be friends and blah, blah. I was just like, oh, wow. Like, wow. that was awkward on a holiday. So I was yeah. like, okay, got over that. Then she's like... Um, she said to me, you've recently hurt yourself being injured and I didn't have anything on my body like it was I was completely normal I was like yeah she's like what do you do for a living I was like oh, I play footy blah, blah blah she's like you're not supposed to be doing that like that is not your calling blah blah and it wasn't like she went into detail or told me my life story but I was like that was really weird in reflection yeah and I kind of just think I've always known that I just I think I had to do it mm. um 
I posted this video the other day. If you haven't, if I don't know if you've seen it or if oh, have you seen the one I posted? What's his name? The the director. He was on the Rogan podcast. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to say some random facts so you understand <laughs> what I'm talking about. I'm trying to think. He's done the movie Snatch. He dated Madonna. Guy Ritchie. There oh, we go. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Charades. <laughs> he does this bad video. I don't know if I don't know if we chatted about it. I think we may have actually. You know, and it's like that. his the concept of like he explains because his story. He says everything's the hero's journey. Yeah, everything, every story, every narrative is based on the struggle to find yourself. Yeah, mm. and he talks about the journey of the prodigal son, which the prodigal son is, you know, the son goes away, the other son stays there. He goes away and prostitutes himself and does all this crazy shit and comes back and is accepted. But the kind of conclusion that he makes is and the way i interpret it is like you've got to you've got to experience everything Mm. to come back to yourself and know who you are so like you really have to go through some shit to end up knowing some shit you Mm. know what i mean so like i feel like going through all these experiences all these different things making some poor decisions doing some things that don't align with you end you up in the situation where you actually know who you are and what you want but if you don't go through that i don't know if you ever can come to that conclusion yourself Mm. yeah so coming full circle that was like i just i knew that this is i always knew this is really who i am Mm. i'm supposed to be using myself as a vehicle to impact other people um and now this leads me to this other story in 20 when was it 20 maybe the start of 2022 i went to byron with my mate and um for the first time we did dmt Mm. but it was the extreme version, which is 5-MEO, which is yeah. off the Sahoran Toad. So it was like we did a kind of retreat-style version. It was wow. – yeah, it was fucking wild. <laughs> well, if I showed the video one day, it would, people would be mind-blown. But <laughs> everyone's heard about it. Everyone understands it. And I'm very open to um, – you know, I've done lots of stuff. Um, I'm just very open to everything. Mm. Hypnotherapy, everything. Anything that's going to, like, push the boundaries, a little bit of uncomfortable, but – explore and understand things so Mm. anyway i did this right we went through this set some intentions did all the stuff in the morning got to the point where we did it and how it works is because this is very different i've done a um normal sort of dmt style ritual and experience and you just it's sort of and i'm sure you guys have consumed information about this or seen rogan explaining that Mm. and it like hits you a couple of minutes it's over and it's like wow but this is like this shoots you out into the universe so (laughs) you got all the beds laid out um it was with a close friend and my best mate joey you got all the beds laid out because you you end up doing shit and you sort of don't know anyway did it takes a couple it took a couple of times for your ego to sort of let go Mm -hmm. and then boom just like shot me out of a cannon and i was like in another planet and that what i was I've obviously watched the video and I was just sort of like screaming like, ah, and it felt like your chest ripped open and it was just like a beam of energy coming out of it. <laughs> anyway, I stopped after about three minutes and um, I was just talking for like a minute. Obviously, I don't, don't remember, but watching back and I was like, um, the, the, this is what I said, the journey that I'm on, I'm a vessel for a higher purpose. Um, and obviously my intention was ego-based, but it was just the kick off the cliff that i needed to be like Mm. sweet i accept it it's not about me there'll always be an element of it's about me of course but it's like i know i know what i'm supposed to do what i'm capable of what my power is and to lean into that to have something to push me further into that in parallel to the journey that i'm already on was Mm. just fucking epic like it was the best thing ever so such an amazing experience and um i do think it really 
did change my perspective and um, life in some respects. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it just returned me back to who I really am. And ever since then, I've just been really diving into that. Like, are you just there's something when you experience that being authentically just really who you are. It feels good, yeah, and you want to do it more. So, yeah. I've you become very hyper aware of everything you say, mm. everything you do, mm. um, and we talked about balance of extremes. Like I may not meditate that much, but I think I'm meditating all the time. Like I'm super reflective. Yeah. I could say something and I'm already thinking about it. I could interact with someone and I'm thinking about, oh, why did I react that way? What did that person say on the fly? So, um, just getting to that point. Not you're not perfect, but getting to that point where you're constantly willing to have an open mind, chase more information, express yourself ruthlessly, mm. unapologetically, and be authentic, mm. and then just reflect on all of your interactions. That cycle, you're only going one way, yeah. and it's it's a it's a good way. Mm. So um, yeah, that was a that was a really cool experience that triggered like such a such a breakthrough moment in probably who I am and what I'm doing now. That's sick. That's yeah. awesome. I think we need to do this, bro. I think <laughs> we need to do ayahuasca or all this. Yeah, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to that place. Ellie um, is going at the end of the year. Now that sounds off its head. Yeah, yeah. man. She told her Mate. story, bro. Holy fuck. Her jaws are just like, yeah, I was like, it's like, it's hard to fathom. Yeah. I'll be honest. Um, yeah. Because something like that, what I just said, that's two minutes. Mm, yeah. This is, I think she said four days or something. Yeah. Four days, yeah. nine to 12 hours every day. It's yeah. like, and you know you're purging so you're mm. vomiting you're shitting mm. you're crying it's like yeah. I just, yeah. I, and she's articulated it obviously but i don't think it does it justice because that's a lot of time like what were you seeing what were you thinking exactly. what were you feeling like yeah that's my biggest thing it's like what how can you go through you know like say 48 hours worth of a journey like that oh. and like what did you see what did you feel what was your body doing what was your mind doing were you seeing stuff were you yeah and those medicines um, are just, they tap into potential that isn't possible in this physical yeah. realm or body. So, like, it is wild what you're going to see and what you're going to envision, but it's kind of like you just think, like, where is it going to take me? Because you're not in control. This is this is subconscious. Mm. Have um, you, um, you know? Have you done much breath work? Yeah. Stuff? Yeah, I have done a bit of breath work. And it's like, again, this is... This is something that I would like to implement more. Mm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely very, very powerful. Because if you've got a little bit of time, we might be able to run you through this little powerful one that we, uh, yeah, we do. And um, let's see if that has anything to do. It makes you feel like you're back on DMT. Again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember I was, um, was reflecting. I think about probably four years ago, I did 30-minute guided breath work with Wim Hof. Yeah. Um, when he first came out. Yeah. And it was intense. Like mm. Wim Hof breathing is like it's uncomfortable. Like mm. you get to the point where like, oh, you you want to stop. It's uncomfortable. But um, yeah, you you have a pretty crazy experience. You definitely have to um, describe it as being on a high. Yeah. And for thirty oh. minutes with it was, pr- it's pretty cool. Like his voice guiding you through the whole thing, and like yeah. it was just mm. epic. You go through a wave of emotions, and then even to the point. Obviously, his breathwork technique has some of its own unique capabilities but you get to the end and it was like held out i held my breath for three minutes mm. then did 60 push-ups then held my breath for another two minutes and it was just and then you stand up and you know you're dancing with the bro and yeah doing the ice fast <laughs> and that but yeah. it was uh that was that was a very cool experience that's sick I like yeah that. i um did this little breath work on the weekend and um like at the end she makes you hold your breath mm. and i thought it was like 30 seconds 
And she's like, no, it got longer and longer every time. And I was like, you joking? She's yeah. like, you went from one minute up to three minutes. And I was yeah. like, you, you fucking kidding? No, I, was just, I honestly thought it was 30 seconds each time. And I was like, why are we holding out the press longer? I feel like I can go a lot longer. Yeah. And yeah. she's just like, did you breathe once? And I was like, no, because I, I felt like it was literally 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. That's so good. And one of the other, like in terms of breath work, I just think about things like that. I watched this other clip. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Have you seen that YouTube clip, Sanguru and Mike Tyson? Oh, oh bro, epic no. clip. you got to watch yeah, this. Okay. If you haven't watched both of those clips, I love that. It's like when yeah. you haven't watched a movie and someone tells you, like, yeah. fuck, I yeah. get jealous. Yeah. <laughs> but um, this, you might have seen him, Indian lad, obviously, yeah. um, looks like a guru. Yeah. Same guru, but the way he breaks shit down and explains stuff, and he just even talks like, we spend so much time doing this and that and learning all this, but we don't spend any time on this machine, like learning how to operate this. Mm. It's crazy when you think about it like that, like even yeah. to the breath, like something well, that we do like, all day, yeah. every day, but like, you've never thought to, how am I breathing? How should I breathe? Yeah. What's yeah. It like? It's wild. I, said, yeah. like, I did a little breath work with my mate the other day and he, um, he's like, for 30 years, I thought I knew how to breathe. And he's like, you've done this thing with me for like 15 minutes and it's like changed my whole way I want to breathe. And I was like, it's he goes, why? Well, I don't understand why we aren't taught this. Like it's something that crazy. Yeah, eh? mm. I want to do next. We'll go to an air locker session, and something we're trying to bring in is um, look. The reality of there's two there's two parts to this. The reality of how we train at air locker, it's a bit more commercial. But to tr to tap into the true capabilities of altitude training. Mm. So what happens, right? Right now we're at uh, twenty one percent oxygen. Mm -hmm. If we were to put a the reader on the pulse oximeter it would show your blood sats which is the oxygen level in your blood mm -hmm. and it would be between 96 and 99 percent it will not change we could do whatever you want here mm -hmm. thousand burpees it won't change but when you go into the room instantly that drops and your heart rate increases mm -hmm. so like i'm talking about this because it's like very front of mind but like a sauna and ice bath these are very popular modalities mm -hmm. everyone thinks straight away about re oh, recovery mm -hmm. it's not about recovery at all no, it's about no. it's an additional stress response yeah. yeah that your body has to react to and in reacting it will do a number of things beneficial things it will increase hormones all of these great things but the most powerful thing is you being able to control your state mm. yeah when in this additional stress, stress. environment. And that's why yeah. we do our ice baths. Like people think it's Correct. like a recovery thing, but the reason we do it is like when you're stressed or going through anxiety, your heart rate is up. But you, if you were to control your breath, even though you're still in that problem, it's the same as the ice bath. You're still in that ice bath, but mm. you've now have controlled your breath and you made it easier. The problem's still there, mm. but now you can focus on it a lot easier. And that's why we do the ice baths. And like people just think, oh, they always like gyms would like doing it at gyms. Like, oh, do it after the gym. It's like a recovery thing. And I was like, it's not, it's not a recovery. It's thing. not what it's about. No. <laughs> yeah. Now this same concept is a very powerful link with training at altitude because it is a stress response. Mm. When I lower the oxygen in your blood, of course, fight or flight, your body wants to react. Mm. Now, this isn't going to be something people think about. Maybe when people do ice baths without your education and you giving the purpose, they mm. won't think about it either. Yeah. But when you come into a session like that and your body is under stress, mm. especially when you increase your effort intensity and that blood saturation level goes down, mm. how are you going to react? Mm. And if you can control your breathing, control your state multiple times over the course of a week, you can't tell me that this will not have an effect on your ability to cope and handle stress in your day-to-day -day life. Mm. Yeah. So this is a big component. Now, the ice bath is great bang for your buck for what we just said. And it also has some benefits. Mm. And unlike a sauna, you actually finish on a high in an ice bath. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar to when training in altitude with an increase in more of those adrenal hormones, nep or norepinephrine, epinephrine. Yeah. So you get that high. But 
you don't train in an ice bath. No. You can train in this environment. So there's a lot of good things going on. But what yeah. we're trying to you tr- you want to get people to uh, breathe through their nose. Yeah, that's which a, is a I, tough concept. So I've been um like for the last year and a half, I've been focused on just breathing. So I do CrossFit, mm. and I've only just been focusing on just all nasal breathing. Yeah, the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. So I, um, it's taken me a good eight months to be able to pretty much master it. Wow, that's and, so um, cool. And people like, asked me how'd you do it, and I was like, when you're on a, when you warm up, all I'll do is breathe in the nose, and mm. once it got hard, it'd be like. Yes, in, inhalation through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Yeah, then now it's just like all nasal breathing. Mm. And then like when I'm like after, so like when I was used to do CrossFit, I used to be like always bent over like <sighs> sucking in the oxygen. And now like your people would like look at me and I'd be standing there with my eyes closed. Like like, like say if we're doing like an EMOM and I finish it in like two minutes and there's three minutes left, I'd stand there with my eyes closed and just... Best. And people look at me and they're like, what are you doing? I was like, just let me be. Yeah, best. Yeah. And like... Bro, if you don't get it, fucking figure it out. But if you don't mm. think that's having an effect it on you yeah. and your ability to cope with anything in mm. life, bro, it's, it's a crazy game how much, um, like from training, we've, we've just breathing normal to now doing nasal. Like how much more energy I have, like how much better I feel. Like I can get through workouts so much easier. And like even like the young guys that like who are heaps good, I'd like keep up with them and they'll be like, like, yeah, I don't understand what you're doing. I was like, just breathe it, man. Just literally just breathe through it. <laughs> 100%. It's so crazy. Yeah. And it's something we do. And the other thing, reason why it's important, because like, right, and you, you did the session the other day. Yeah. But when you rip a high-intensity effort, the problem is the the most powerful thing we can do is train in something called a hypoxic state, unique to our environment. Now, yeah, it might not be sexy yet, but like that's where you're going to get the benefits. Mm -hmm. But if you rip a high intensity effort and that's all you know and do, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do after you do that? Mm. Of course, what happens then? You're consuming a heap of oxygen. So you just, you bounce straight back up. Mm. So it's kind of like counterproductive. Yeah. So really get in there. You don't need the same load and intensity, which is great because physiologically, internally, it's been harder, but mm. control your breath, control your state. Yeah. And I'm big on this. Like, yes, it's great that you can burn more calories and lose fat. Yes, it's great that you can get stronger and increase hypertrophy and lean muscle mass. But what else is cool is like we finish every workout with a guided mindset and meditation. Yeah, that's yeah. so good, And like man. control your breath. Yeah. Make some tough choices. Yeah. Get uncomfortable. Mm. Build some resilience. Like mm. that's fucking cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we're, um, we're working on something at the moment to like um, to teach people how to optimize their breathing while mm. training. So and, good. Um, yeah, we're trying to. There's work a way. It's way. a wave coming where I think breath were obviously extremely popular, mode, but coming into training, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Because I've just seen like from what it's helped me and how much better it's made me train and like how much stronger I've gotten from it and like feeling a lot better once I leave the gym too. It's just like even with stretching when you stretch, there's ways you can breathe in. Like so, yes. you're trying to go lower, you're like and like breathe, breathe with it and like move with it and just like just learn all these different ways and yeah, it's fucking. I reckon that's the way it's gonna be going next. So good, it's and of course, as you know. It's going to suck at first yeah. and that'll weed a lot of people out, unfortunately, but yep. you get through that initial phase. Yep. But I just feel like exactly to what you're saying, like I'm on this journey now as well where, um, and you guys I'm sure are experiencing the same things in terms of like marketing where mm. the same things I'm doing, I want to take a very real authentic approach, mm. but you've got to, People, why are we influenced? You know, I buy shit all the time that I can't afford, but I want it. I need yeah. it, so I'm buying it. Mm. Or I see something that I want, but like we're very influenced by it's. You got to give story and purpose to everything. And mm. I'm not saying where you're selling anything that's not real. Yeah. But like to go through that journey of like 
gives something hard hitting that is factual that maybe people can't interpret, but it's that perceived expertise, mm. and then bring it down and explain it to them so they can understand, but then tell a story. Yeah, yeah. Like your story is the way you get buy in. If mm. you can give purpose, and I think education is like a much more well received and wanted thing now, probably because of social media and how yeah. accessible it is, but like. That's the I'm I'm sort of very passionate and fall in love with like trying to educate, mm. learn myself, understand it, and then educate. But educate in like story with some enthusiasm and passion and like mm, yeah. something that people can actually understand and connect with. Mm. That's the that's the skill or talent that I'm really trying to pick up because that's that's the shit that lands. Yeah, yeah. You can talk at people all day, mm. but you tell it in a story. Again, example, mm. you could say that same concept, but then tell the Buffalo story and it's like, oh, why do, fuck yeah, I get it, I understand, you know. Yeah. Like a big one too for like young men is like, people would rather go out in town, spend money on drugs mm. and drinking, but then there's a 200, $250 course that goes for six hours, that's like, could change your whole life, but like, no, nah, I don't want to spend money on that, it's not, it's not worth it, but then they'll happily go out, spend their money on the drinking, which is not like, you go do it. But if you're still going to be going through things and I reckon like one little course can help change your whole life and then like trying to show people that is a, that's a hard one. So true, bro. Yeah. So yeah. true. So if I just want just how, how do you get to, what's that breakthrough? How do you get to the point where you value like learning and growth? Mm. You know what I mean? If we could all aspire to do that. Mm. Yeah. A lot of people like it takes them to like really be going through something real bad mm -hmm. to them they'd be like no nah, okay i have to do something whereas mm -hmm. like when i did his course i was like i was in a healthy relationship i won't say healthy but i was in a relationship and I, I thought everything was good and then once i started actually digging deep on myself and finding out things about myself i was like fuck mm. there's so much and there's change. a lot of like the stuff you do because i i, I kind of i think we all understand this concept but if we to say like our environment growing up is basically dictates who we are our mm. actions our habits our yeah. personality right yeah. everyone understands the concept but it's not like i'm not going to sit here by myself and think about what happened to me when i was four years old five mm. years old six mm. years old you know what i mean so is part of the stuff that you do kind of understand like leaning into that or some sort of yeah workshop or strategy to tap into that sort of stuff yeah yeah it's a big piece of what we do is mm. going through the conditioning and how um yeah like how what's happened to us when we were younger all of a sudden is now being created in your adulthood and that's how it's being created um like it our reconnection i go through a story i know you've heard this story 15 20 times now sorry <laughs> i feel bad do you want me to tell it's like the people who hang around me i'm like sorry when we go through the reconnections i was like he might tell a story now i'll he'll, he'll be everyone have their eyes closed and i'll be standing in the background just like and just like there's the peanut butter but a conditioning piece that i didn't realize was um like my dad left when i was eight a byproduct of that was since dad wasn't there mum had to go work four jobs um and was never home like she mm. was out from 7 a.m to 11 p.m and growing up like i didn't know that like i was with just with my nan for since i was till i was like 19 20 and from that the conditioning that i got from that was that the two people that love me the most leave me like mm. and they're not there like they just go so then when I became, you know, 2021 and I was in, I've been in um, the same relationship for 14 years now. So That's we've been mad. dating since we were 17. And um, when we were about 2021, 20, loved the, loved the absolute hell out of it. But I felt like I was just like still keeping her at arm's bay. Mm. 
and I was doing some work with um, my um, own coach back then and he was just like, we went through it all and we began to see it was just like, it was a protection thing. It was like someone else that I love, I was expecting her to leave. So I was like, instead of letting her fully come in, I was like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to keep you at arms bay. So when you do leave, I can sort of take the pain a lot easier rather than fully, fully letting mm. you in like mum and dad and then having to go through that type of pain. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. So, um, yeah, from that, like all our clients that we go through, we go, okay, let's see what's happened to you. Let's see what either good or bad. And then we can see, oh, that's happened. So this may be the reason why it's coming out in this way. That's maybe why, uh, um, an action from you where you're like, why do I act yes. like this? Why do mm. I, why do I say this thing? Or why do I want to protect myself? Or, um, you know, why do I always get angry at men or women or whatever? And you can relate it back. Oh, fuck. Like it's that's wild, the reason eh? why. Yeah. Mm. So I've been through that and it's fucking like, wow. Cause like I said, you can't sit here and think about your childhood and try and connect the dots. Yeah. Like you just can't. No. It takes something, some sort of like, practice or workshop or something mm. to create that environment where you can tap into that i did um have you guys done hypnotherapy not hypnotherapy like you're asleep you're a chicken like visual yeah, he, hypnotherapy um, yeah i'm trained in hypnotherapy. oh bro yeah. so i did this one um and again i try everything i'm open-minded mm. i actually even did it over zoom yeah yeah and cool, like hey. this woman's an angel yeah. steph her name is from like bali and went through it. You have like an hour talk, which I love those chats because you're kind of breaking stuff down and she's saying stuff and light bulbs are going off. And you're like, wow. Mm. Anyway, did this. So she takes you on 10 minutes of like visual and, mm. you know, it's like go to a place with wherever you think of. And like I think I was on a beach in Costa Rica where I've been and I was like, but it was real. Like because yeah. you're doing the visualization, the sand, you feel it in your toes, mm. you feel yeah. the sun. And it's weird how going through visualization, you actually, like, you're there. Yeah. You can feel it. And I sometimes think, like, fuck, I wish I did this when I played football. Yeah. Or I used to think about dropping the ball 10 times. Not like, mm. I should have been thinking about catching it and running 100 meters every time. But yeah. that's where my mind went. Really weird. Mm. Anyway, you set an intention based on exactly what you said, an action or a reaction that is a part of your life that you've identified. And obviously you or this person is thinking, okay, well, we're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to find out some moment or something that occurred that has instigated this in you. Mm. So I did it twice and I'd, and I'd love to do it again. But um, basically it's like, all right, I'm going to count down to five. And the first time you felt this, tell me what, tell me what it is, five, four, bang. And it's like, oh, you just land wherever you land. Mm. First time I was like nine-year-old kid at home having a fucking blow up with mum. Second time, um, you know, I was I was four years old. I was on the stairs and unfortunately, I had a single mum as well. I didn't know my dad, but mum mm. was getting abused, so bashed. And you just go back to that moment. And I was like, so you're there. And then you're like, you're vividly there. Mm. Like you're in the room. Mm. And then it's like, she takes you through this journey of like, what are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you experiencing? Then you put you, you kind of like put yourself in like my mum's shoes. So then because you're in her mindset, and you're visualizing this through her, it like neutralizes all those emotions. You're like, fuck. You start to think, fuck, I actually feel sorry for mum. She's going through this, this, and this. Mm. This is why she's doing this. So like there's this like level of understanding and sympathy for that person, the thing that was making you react like that. Mm. And then she made me be like myself now with four-year-old and nine-year-old me. And like obviously I broke down in tears, but like that was a crazy experience. And you're there, like it's mm. real. And then like... What a profound experience. Mm. And I, 
I'm, it's a shame that I haven't done it more, but I've like that's something everyone needs to experience. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable. And there's no way I'm thinking about some of the ways I react. It was whether it's with women or uh, the second one was um, not being in control and not liking that feeling. Yeah. There's no way I'm thinking about that that happened because of something that happened when I was a yeah. child. Yeah. But there's no way I could make that connection. Yeah. So like unbelievable experience to do that. And as she explained it, like, just because you've realised that, you're not like, you'll never not do that again, mm. but you have the awareness. awareness so when it does yeah. happen, you're like, oh, That's I know why, why this yeah. is happening. Yeah. Regain control and then you go on. So yeah. like, yeah. fucking unbelievable. Yeah. He's um, took me through a pretty big one. I um, So me and my mum hadn't had the best relationship growing yeah. up and um, I was always like, with women and stuff, I'd never really like, I don't know, it just wasn't, the love wasn't always there and um, it was... Because I wasn't didn't have a good relationship with mum, and it, he sh- he showed me that f- through a breath work, and then I was like, all right, so I need to work on the relationship with mum, and that's what sort of like last year I've been doing that, and then um, I just had a lot of resentment because my mum we had a, I had a stepsister who passed away, and when she, all I remember was the memory was when she passed, my mum and my sister never used to like her because she was a stepsister, but then when she died, it's like they loved her, but then I didn't see anything behind the scenes, and then me and my mum had this conversation probably like two months ago, and I never we never had it before, and we had finally had it, and she told me her side of the story. And then I just said to her, I was like, I've had this resentment towards you for, for no reason. And then I was just slightly like, now our relationship's heaps better. And it was just all from a breath work. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, man. And bro, you know what? Like, there's something powerful in that as well that I'm also leaning into. Like, if I'm thinking something or feeling something, I'm saying it. Yeah. Like, I'm just Same. doing it. Like, I'm yeah. not worried about what people think. And even, like, maybe it's not the perfect thing to do or the right. I just, nah. And But that goes both ways. Like, sometimes that could be in... Um, you know, in a relationship or getting to know someone or um, saying something that you know you want to say, mm. but you're harboring those thoughts and emotions because you're worried about what people are going to think. So I'm leaning yeah. into that. But then on the other side, like if I have a thought about someone and I'm like, fuck that, that's, that's so good what they did. Like I'm messaging them mm, and yeah. I'm telling them like, fuck you. That's, I'm so, that's so good. I'm so proud of you. Like yeah. that costs nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like the power in that. Yeah. And I think there's something in when you, it's a concept I got from Roman, um, you know, who's the founder yeah, no, and CEO yeah. of Airlocker. And yeah. it's like, he's big on moments. And when you grasp, he's talking b- bigger, bigger picture moments. But when you grasp that and like you're trying, you're now you're like looking for moments and experiences, that then comes down to like, you're finding the beauty in anything. Yeah. So like you'd, you see the value in like the day or a small interaction and like that's where it gets to. Yeah. And you just, you have so much gratitude. And again, gratitude's a word that's thrown around. I hate that some of these great words get butchered because yeah. they become so like cliche, but yeah. like just expressing gratitude. Try that. Try mm. that. Even tr- try it for yourself. Say, I'm grateful for that is powerful, but then express gratitude for other people. Mm, yeah. and, like when you think it, lean into it and watch the power it has. Uh, and I get that in abundance because I get that opportunity in the platform that I said, but like, mm. mate, it's so good. And mm, it's yeah. just the, the flow on effect of that is just the unbelievable. First, and it's such a simple thing. Yeah. yeah. The first one I've seen like moments, like it was from um, Peter Metalia. He, um, he dates my cousin. Yeah. And, this is when we were younger and like, cause we knew him growing up, we didn't think of him as a big deal. And then like, we saw these young kids, we were at shopping once and he, they like loved him and like him just getting a little photo of him and signing and then like them crying and had the time of their life. I was like, that's a fucking, mem- like, that's a moment that they're like, just being grateful. Like those little things. And I was like, that's what, like, that's what everyone wants. Like to, mm. to give people those, those moments to like always remember and feel special. Mm. Mm. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh man. So good. Mm. So good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just time? go can my fucking women's call and just be. What time is that? Seven time. Seven thirty. I don't know what time is now. I'm sure if we told him who we had on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much every girl I said like that put up a thing of you. They're like, can we come? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> little, little, little stage potty. Yeah. <laughs> the question box was just filled with "Is he single?" Yeah, that's all I got. Was <laughs> this including, like, actually including from my mother. <laughs> <laughs> my mother goes, <laughs> "Is he single? What's up, mum?" <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so like good. Those. Oh, yeah. mate, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank mate, you. Mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. I appreciate what you guys are doing. And, uh, yeah, just, just to be able to share our own experiences and hopefully that impacts other people. But it's, as you boys know, like the journey never stops. Yeah, I'm constantly – I, 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 I can articulate a lot of things really well, but I am on this journey to try and – articulate some of my thoughts because I don't see anything that I do as that special or Mm. um, anything that requires any talent. It's just like just more understanding and like Mm. making, making the choices of like, first of all, I am going to take control and take power of my thoughts. And if it comes down to that 50, 50 split of whether I'm going to think positively or think negatively, surely it's an easy choice. Mm. And like, if it comes down to looking at something, a risk or a challenge or uncomfortable and then an easy path, of course, that's mm. much more uh, glamorous and mm. um, enticing. But I know what's going to happen here. Mm. So I'm going to lean into it. And with that control and with that knowledge, you take away fear because ultimately, you know, fear is most people fear something that's already happened or something that hasn't happened yet. Mm. So, like, live in the space that you're in now. I can find something you're passionate about and just continually, well, be around good people because mm-hmm. um, you are a product of your environment and continually to just chase uncomfortable and take some risks knowing that the absolute worst that can happen is you fucking learn something. But yeah, uh, yeah well, I was just going to ask you what's a message for everyone, but I think yeah, I'm <laughs> pretty go. sure <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Don't worry Don't about it. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. Read your mind. But no, nah, yeah. boys, I really appreciate you having me on. It's, uh, it's great to have these chats. I uh, look forward yeah. to doing it again sometime. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Where uh, can they find up? Insta? Yeah, Instagram. Uh, I think it's Sandor underscore Earl. So yeah. like, like I said, I'm trying to be as uh, open and authentic as possible. I'm on a pretty cool life journey, so there's always something to take away. But uh, yeah, check it out. Hopefully there's something that you connect with or I add some value and then of course find an airlock of training yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> <I was> gonna <laughs> say if, uh, if you don't go onto Insta just go into any airlock you'll see him performing a perfect squat that's <laughs> right that's <laughs> right that's right. <laughs> you'll be able to see him there <laughs> yeah. yeah so definitely check that out but yeah thanks yeah. boys I appreciate it I appreciate yeah. it thank cheers. you cheers see you next week <laughs>